And welcome to a wonderful Saturday afternoon at Classics Books and Gifts. I'm Jacques Howard, and you're tuning in for the LBOT podcast. LBOT, L-B-O-T, stands for Library Boxes of Trenton. And every month, the third Saturday of each month from 1 to 3 p.m., we are here at Classics Books and Gifts on Lafayette Street, West Lafayette Street in downtown Trenton, New Jersey. And uh, we're talking to authors and other people in the community who are doing different things. And the LBOT is a concept uh, to address literacy uh, happening here in Trenton, New Jersey and beyond. So tonight, or this afternoon, should I say, I've got author Patrick Lombardi, who's in the house. And his book, Junk Sales, Stories and Essays, is what we're going to be talking about. But we're also going to talk a bit about Patrick in general and a bit of his background. Patrick, thanks for a couple minutes of your time on this lovely, soon-to-be-full-blown spring Saturday. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you come very well recommended. Um, Big shout-out to Tim McCray, a childhood friend of mine who said, hey, look, you should really uh, hook up with this guy, Patrick. He wrote a book, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of what I do is super important to make sure that uh, I'm engaging with people who I have a direct connection to, whether it's first, second, or third degree, because that's how we really build a better community. So um, when you we talked on the phone and I was intrigued by what you were sharing about um, your professional background and then your writing, etc. And then you mail me this book and um, I get this book and I look at it and I'm like, all right, so the artwork kind of makes me go in one direction. And then I open it up and I'm start reading. I'm like, nah, this cover truly is not a representation of what's going on in your book. So um, can you share a bit about uh, your background? And then I want you to jump right into the cover art and your book, Junk Sales, Stories and Essays. Yeah, sure. So out of college, I started writing freelance. I really didn't have anything lined up. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was perusing internships.com, Indeed, and, <laughs> and freelance, all those sites. And I found, you know, one by one, I was started writing for the News Hub and uh, bestofnj.com, mycentraljersey.com. So I was doing that. And a little over a year after, yeah, I would say about a year after do, starting that, I started working for the Department of Corrections in public information. So I'd handle media, media matters, write newsletter articles, press releases, speeches, those types of things. And since then, I've moved over to employee relations where I handle major discipline and grievance matters. So. Now, um, so where did you go to school and what's your degree at? Ryder University right here in Lawrenceville. All right. And I had an English major with a concentration in writing. All right. So I'm sure when you uh, finished up school and started working at Corrections, you probably weren't thinking that you were going to be writing about the subject material that you're writing about now. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, my writing would be business centric, you know, oriented around just you know, journalism and expository type writing. I didn't mm-hmm. think, you know, there'd be too much creative creativity or humor, let alone humor going on. But <laughs> mm. So you graduate from Ryder University, um, you get a job at Corrections, um, and you made it clear that um, you are probably like most college students when you finish, like you're grinding, trying to figure out, hey, how am I going to get a job? And you're throwing your resume out everywhere you can go, hopefully that you can get some bites. Mm-hmm. You finally get one. And now you're settled in working at the Department of Corrections in a PR department. How long have you been there? The end of the summer 2016, I started there. And 
then uh, last May is when I moved over to employee relations. Awesome. Okay. Now, um, you mentioned that you've written for News Hub, Best of New Jersey, and a couple other outlets here in, in New Jersey itself. Talk mm-hmm. about that process and how that has formulated your idea about how you write your book. Uh, every... Every outlet that I work for, I try to learn something. So I, I don't ever want to get to a point where I feel like I've learned everything. And I, I think that's very important for anybody because you never really, you just, you always keep learning. So I try to take something away from every single outlet. Mm. Um, from the very beginning, the News Hub was the very first one. And we didn't really work with an editor. I shouldn't say we didn't really. We didn't at all work with an editor. (laughs) So we'd have to format our posts. And if we wanted to put photographs, we'd have to learn how to put photographs with those those articles. So um, from there, and essentially I was working for free. Like they would pay you if your article was popular (laughs) enough. But mine was never popular (laughs) enough. So I was working for free. But it was great because I was able to build my portfolio on a professional level. And to have something to show potential employers, and that's, I mean, from Best of NJ, that was, you know, that's an actual outlet at this point. And not at this point, like, it was always an actual outlet, but, you know, in my career, when I went from News Hub, which I was kind of a little, you know, it doesn't even exist anymore, but I was a little iffy about it. And then Best of NJ, like, okay, now I'm, I'm, now I'm gaining some momentum. And the owner at the time actually complimented a couple of pieces I did for the News Hub. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, this worked out. Like, even though I was writing for free, now I'm you know, moving upwards. So, uh, best of NJ is a lifestyle. There is a lifestyle website. So I'm writing at first I was covering events. Now I have a couple of series going on where I cover food trucks, New Jersey food trucks. One will be featured every month from March until August. That was, that started last year. And I have a historic series and that goes, you know, that picks up in September and goes until February where I cover, cover historic destinations in New Jersey. Then uh, I have a couple of other miniseries, and and it's great because now I do work with an editor, and I was able to learn from him, and the other outlets, My Central Jersey, learn from from them little tips that they give you, and you know, and I I feel like that was reflected in my resume as well. Mm-hmm. If I were to compare my resume when I first got out of college to to now or to the point right before I got to the Department of Corrections. Not only is the experience different, but just the way it was laid out, just how mature it probably looked. So I think that that's very important to emphasize, just how much you're learning constantly. Even as a college student, you feel like you know everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really don't know nothing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you get into your 20s, you still don't know anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you you just... So that really did affect my creative writing, how it comes in a junk sale, because uh, in, in school, when we do peer review and, you know, going back to writer... We do it a class, you know, we present our stories in class or they'd read them on their own and, you know, give us feedback in class. And my humor seemed to get a decent reaction. So it, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, so, folks, and, and you can't see me, of course, but I'm laughing because I'm, I'm contextualizing this with what I've read from the book, Junk Sale. <laughs> okay, so. So is that believable? Would it be believable? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay, That's okay. why I'm like, this is, he's telling the truth. <laughs> so that was always something that stuck with me. So I'd go back and write and I try to make something serious and I, it starts, I start adding little bits of humor into it and I can't avoid this. And especially I'm reading David, I love David Sedaris. I think he's, you know, incredibly funny and just a very, very talented author. And so I'm reading a lot of his and then it's just rubbing off onto my essays, onto my stories and little ideas and little um, techniques, skills, writing skills that I've picked up through 
journalism and through public information. And now in OER, I was able to use that, you know, those uh, skills in, the, in this book here. Has anyone mentioned to you that there's like um, bits and pieces from your book, Junk Sales Stories and Essays, that could be considered dark? Has anyone said it to you yet? Um, it, in, in a sense, yeah. <laughs> that, it, that it's definitely not a light, you know, a, a brainless... I don't know if brainless was the word, but yeah, it's, it's been. <laughs> yeah. Like I mentioned to you um, earlier, this isn't a book that you just kind of grab and I'm on my coffee break or whatever. I'm going to read 10 minutes. Like this is something like, I think for the people who are going to read this, they should really pay attention and, and think about the, the different layers that you're covering in this. Cause mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty interesting. Let's talk about the cover art here okay. <laughs> because the cover art really threw me off, especially when I started reading the book. So if you could describe for the audience the cover art. Sure, yeah. So the uh, originally, I, I'm putting all these, I'm collecting all these stories that I've written over the years. And Junk Sale was always one that had stuck out to me. So the, the title Junk Sale is named after a short story in there. And that was a story that always stuck out to me because I wrote it about these three brothers and... I'm one of three brothers, the three sons. So it, you know, there was that kind of personal element to it more so than some other stories. So I, I knew right off the bat, I wanted to call it junk sale and I wanted to somehow depict that appropriately on the, <laughs> on the title. So, or on the cover, I mean, so I go, let me, let me sketch something out. I know people always say, don't make your own cover art. Don't use your own cover art. And I fully intended not to use my own cover art. And I just wanted to sketch and maybe show somebody and, you know, get a professional to do it. And I showed it to a friend and he said, no, that's, that's really good. I think you should, you know, complete it. I think that's, you know, very appropriate because it depicts a sign that says junk sale in my name. And, you know, as if it's a yard sale sign or, and, and then I, sh I showed my mom and she goes, I don't know if, <laughs> if, if I were to see that in the store, I think it was a, book for kids <laughs> that's what i thought and, yeah. that's what i thought and i thought you know what you're right but i'm gonna use it anyway so so i colored it in i um uploaded it into photoshop and i touched it up there and then i made sure that i also made a warning sign on the back that said warning my characters use profanity just so in case you turn it over you you know right there you're in the back and you know that no this isn't for kids <laughs> Or at least it better be mature kids. Let, let, yeah, let's exactly. say that. So um, you've got, uh, I forget how many. I don't think I actually went through the exact count of how many um, stories you have in here. And there's what? Ten or eleven, I think, short stories. Yep, yep. That's what you got here. And you've got um, five essays as well. So as you were combining all of your works over this series, uh, this, this period of time, how many, how long was that period of time, should I say? Uh, a couple of those were written in college, so I would say 2013, 14, 15, some, only a couple, only two. And then everything else has been since I graduated. And I want to say the newest was probably, is the newest is way more than a year old. So like maybe closer to two years old, if not a little bit older mm -hmm. than that. So it's, you know, these 16 pieces, I believe 16 pieces are all in the span of a couple of years, mm -hmm. at least a couple of years. Now, um, obviously, you're 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 probably someone who's writing all the time. Mm -hmm. um, do you uh, foresee, or do you have another junk sale, junk sale two coming out soon? I nothing soon, but I would definitely like to. I have some essays that I've written in the process of publishing this. Once I put everything together, 
I wasn't going to add any more stories like that. That's the collection that I was going to have. And I, through the process of editing, I start, was writing some other essays on the side. So I do have some pieces, but nothing, not enough to, to collect. But I would definitely like to publish, you know, a, a follow-up mm -hmm. sometime soon, you know, at least in the next couple of years, because I don't want to go too far. And then... Gotcha. Um, talk about the publishing process. Um, you know, I spend a great deal of time with people who are writers, whether they're blo they're uh, bloggers, or they have their own magazines or books or authors or whatever. And everyone talks about like the the process a little differently. Can you talk about the publishing process from your perspective? It it was interesting. It, it was it was fun, and at the same time, I I hated it. Mm. <laughs> so it it was certainly a lot of work to to do all of that by yourself. And, but I mean, I used Amazon KDP. I'm sorry, actually I used Amazon KDP for the ebook version and I had used CreateSpace that now Amazon KDP paperback has taken over. But I mean, it was owned by Amazon at the time that I was publishing this anyway. So I was using the two different programs, but they were very user-friendly. Mm. So that was very helpful. They had templates, they had all sorts of, you know, FAQs that help you throughout the process and uh, Microsoft Office I feel like has gotten more and more user friendly as time has gone on so the, the version that I was using I had previously been working with 97 word to now be able to work <laughs> with 2013 it, it was like an entirely different animal and the format you know because tons of people have done it before have mm -hmm. self-published so I just googled different things I'd go on reddit and everybody would have advice for anything I was looking for I wanted you know, the title of the story to be at the top header. And I, you know, I asked, you know, how do you do that? And so that it can change from story to story. And same with the numbers, any blank pages, I didn't want to have a number on it. And so, so that was very, very helpful. And very special thank you to Reddit for, <laughs> for having all that info. But it was, you know, once you get to your completed project or your completed uh, product, I mean, it's very much so rewarding. Even, you know, like we were talking about earlier, writers are very hard on themselves mm -hmm. about their writing. Like, oh, I call it junk sale because there's junk in there. <laughs> but, but at least through this, this, all this work put into producing this, I, you know, I was able to be, okay, you know, I am very proud of, you know, everything that went into it. it um, I highly recommend Amazon KDP. I mean, I don't know. I had done some research to see. I know there's Lulu and there's... Um, Book blurb, I believe, and okay. some other some other uh, outlets out there to help you. But Amazon KDP seemed to be very user friendly, and you know, very you know, a lot of information out there about it. And you know, you can, it'll be on Amazon, and everybody loves Amazon. So, Got, oh yeah, everyone's there. All right, so uh, contact information. How can people reach out to you? I have a Facebook page that I'm that I use most often. I would say. Uh, that's facebook.com slash Patrick Lombardi writer. And my WordPress page is patricklombardi.wordpress.com. And there I'll upload uh, some posts. Not It's more infrequent. My Facebook page is more so. And Twitter as well, the uh, Pat Lombardi 4. That's those two, the Facebook and Twitter, are more often what I'm posting. You know, my articles that I'll publish on Best of NJ, which I'm still writing for, and every once in a while try to upload maybe one of these stories or an essay or something and that way you know people can get a taste of my <laughs> creative writing which i encourage them to do so <laughs> um but just be just 
be open-minded. We'll say that. We'll, yeah. yeah. Just be open-minded. There's about nothing it. vulgar in there, but there, there's profanity. It's depth. So it, it's... There's depth for, to, to what you've written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. And I think, I think I, again, when I read, I'd like to try to um, come out of the space that I am in, the mental space or wherever I am, and kind of really get into whatever it is I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So I often find myself like, not only identifying with certain characters, but also trying to um, look at that character from a different perspective. You know, oh, all all while trying to understand what the author was doing. So I'm like, I'm trying to piece together a puzzle, whether that's a puzzle in my own head or not. Mm-hmm. That's just the entertainment that I have from reading, right? Yeah. Um. So with this, um, the the short stories and the essays, it allows people who read like me to be able to do that. To be able to go in and in different perspectives and say, okay, well, what would it be like if somebody went up to a friend of mine and asked them, hey, a stranger, hey, will you marry me? Like that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking like, wow, what would I do if one of my friends came up to me and said, hey, you know what, Jock, this dude came up to me and said, hey, will you marry me? You know, so those types of things. And I'm giving a little bit away about the book, but I appreciate it. Um, so um, going forward, are you available for book signings? Are you doing any tours or anything like that in support of the book, Junk Sales, Stories, uh, and Essays? I haven't done the, – the most I've done were just a couple of uh, – there was one article on Patch.com that they had interviewed me for and the Hillsborough Patch. And then I had done a newsletter article – or I didn't do the newsletter article. One of my colleagues had interviewed me and published a newsletter article at Department of Corrections – about the book. That's as much, but I'm completely open to book signings. I know that uh, Classics does them often, and I love this bookstore, so I'd be very happy. To- <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do as far as getting you uh, hooked up with some different locations. Author Patrick Lombardi, his book, Junk Sales Stories and Essays, is available on Amazon. You can also find it on his Facebook page, Patrick Lombardi, with an I at the end, dot writer. Patrick, thanks for your time. Thank you very much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thanks.